Before we start this week's episode of Just Saying, we'd like to introduce you to our Riveter. What began as two military spouses armed with a big idea, a sewing machine, and a canvas has grown into a bold movement that provides portable careers to military spouses. To learn more and shop these handcrafted bags, please visit ourriveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. If you've been here before, please spread the word. We are trying to help people become clear and concise communicators, more intentional. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and also a book called Noise, Living and Leading When Nobody Can Focus. And what I really want to do is help you... um, really become a better communicator. Clear thinking leads to concise communication. When times matter, this is what we need to do. And today we're going to talk about avoiding the constant temptation to look at your smartphone. Well, why are we going to do that? Quite simply, because that device can be incredibly useful or totally useless. And it's something that I talk a lot about in the book Noise, um, how that is constantly begging for our attention, like grab me, touch me, uh, swipe, click, look. And, and and oftentimes we have nothing to show for it. And the analogy I used in the book, Noise, was it's like having a diet, um, a, a, a diet of eating popcorn and drinking Diet Coke all day. Well, you feel full, but you have those are like empty brain calories. And what I really want you to do in the point of this podcast is to avoid, the, it's, it's, it's a, it's a constant temptation to check my phone all the time. And we feel like we're a 911 operator and everything is an emergency, and it's not. It's not an emergency. And I want you to ask yourself, really, what is my relationship with digital devices, specifically my smartphone? That's really the point here. Yeah, avoid the temptation to constantly check it, but why? Because I want you to start to think about what is your relationship with this device. Now, while I was writing the book Noise, um, I had a very specific relationship with my smartphone and technology, and it was thoughtless. And I talk about this a lot in the podcast is the importance of taking time to prepare in quiet, using quiet time as a scheduled appointment. It's not a technique. It's an appointment. And I found it very, very difficult initially to do that because of the temptation of my phone sitting next to me. Now, as you may or may not know about me, as I I, I am and have been in my life an early adopter to technology, so I'm I'm not a late adopter, I'm an early adopter. So when smartphones first came out, even the predecessors, Blackberries and things, I had one. Because I was, as an executive, I needed to be connected to the to my work and to my office and to my team, and I was an early adopter in many things. And I'm not going to get into the list of other things that was kind of early on, but suffice it to say that I did an email address that had just numbers and it didn't even have a name. Um, it was like one two seven five whatever at CompuServe. So it was like I've been early on. So I'm not against technology. I love it, but I also recognize that it took. It, it, I, I made a an unconscious um, decision to forego. Um, my, my, basically my will to choose when I'm going to use it when I'm not. And I started, I just gave it up 
I just, the, when the phone came calling, I answered it. And when an alert came, I picked it up and I was always grabbing it and always grabbing it. Maybe you're the same. Maybe you've never even thought about it. But I want us to think about a relationship with digital devices, specifically our smartphone, because it can, it's a very powerful device. It's a very powerful tool. So a couple things I want you to think about, you know, can, can, I, can I control it? Do I have self-control when it comes to this device? Um, is it helpful to me or is it harmful? Is it both? Is it more harmful than helpful? If you had to balance that right now and put a percentage, is it in terms of harmful versus helpful? How would you characterize that device? When you're talking to other people, does it compete for your attention so that you don't give people your undivided attention? Um, is it useful for you or is it useless? Do you find that you have, if you looked at an entire day, the amount of time that you spent grabbing, checking, looking, swiping, if you had to look at the entire day and take an inventory of all that time, how much of that was useful and how much would, was it actually useless? Like it wasn't necessary, absolutely necessary. And this comes down to the core of what is my relationship with this device, with my smartphone. Um, research indicates that people are much more likely to remember that they've forgotten their phone than their wallet. That's how connected we are to this, 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 uh, you know, this technology. It's, it's with us all the time. We have a panic. Imagine if you, you lost it, it fell in a lake, you know, just what's your, what's your relationship with it? Would you, um, would you cry? You know, <laughs> what would, how would you react? You know, and as I mentioned when I was writing the book Noise, this is this is um, something I spent a lot of time thinking about, and I'm happy to say, and this is one of the reasons why I'm doing the podcast is to be a clear communicator means to be a clear thinker. Well, I can't be a clear thinker if my mind is scattered and all over the place, thinking of a million different things. And guess what? That device is often the source of that competing. Those, com those competing interests, priorities, distractions. I mean, a notification comes off and I drop everything to check only to find out that it was useless. I mean, in that moment, it wasn't even timely. Um, in my office, I, I tell my colleagues, I don't want you to send alerts and notifications over the weekend unless it's an emergency. And I I'm happy to say that we mostly do it. But even this weekend, I got an alert from somebody that was not necessary. I did not we did not need to see it on a Saturday. Well, when I'm checking my phone and I see it, the next thing, you know, I'm looking at that alert and I'm, I'm at work again. Well, it's the weekend. I'm not supposed to be working. So when I was writing the book Noise, I, you know, I asked myself this question. Um, do I work for it or does it work for me? And honestly, uh, I found that I was working for it. When it called, I picked it. I answered. And now I'm happy to say that it works for me. And do I... Do I have complete dominance over this? No, but way more than I did a few years ago. And that's what I want you to think about today on this podcast is how to avoid this, this temptation. It's, it's incessant. It's always there. It's like, I don't even know that I'm doing it. I'm checking. It's like I've given over control to, to my smartphone. And again, like I mentioned just a few minutes ago, I'm not against technology. I think technology is amazing. But what I do think is it can cloud our thinking. It can change our, um, our, or like stop us from 
really focusing on the most important things. The last podcast I did was about clarity and how much clarity is lost when my mind is divided on a million different things that is coming from this, actually that little device. So what I want to propose are some basic approaches, tactics to, to gain mastery, remastery over this, this calling to check it all the time. And I've kind of broken this down into a few categories. The first is leave it. Just leave it. I want you to think about, consider, can I just leave it in my backpack or in a bag? Just leave it. I don't need it with me all the time. Can I just leave it in a, in a bag? In a, in a, can I leave it in another room? In, as, in other words, can I leave it somewhere not near me? So, for example, when I'm charging it, does it, does it need to be within two feet of me? Can I put it 20 feet away? Like at night, can I have it charge in another room? Now, if somebody's going to call me, maybe I have to turn from, from silent mode into like it, the ringer's on, but can I put it somewhere else? So can I leave it? Be honest with yourself. Try it. You know? Where you are right now, if you're sitting in a car, you're in an office, however you're listening to this, could, could you actually just take it and put it somewhere else? Um, and if the answer is yes, great. That's awesome. And if it's not, why not? So that's the first is just leave it. The second thing is disconnect it. And what I mean by that is um, just airplane mode. You know, so I can't, you know, I can't get any more updates. I, nobody can communicate. No, no texts, no calls. Can I actually just disconnect it from the network momentarily? Can I just pause it? Make it inoperable in terms of its connectivity. Um, if you can, great. Like I said, and if you can't, why not? Why can't I pause it for five minutes of quiet? When I'm scheduling my quiet time, can, can I put it in airplane mode? And I want you to throughout this whole podcast to start thinking about this underlying temptation. Because one of the reasons why we constantly check it is because we think there's an emergency. There's a... There's a there's, there's some emergencies going to happen. And I want us to, I want you to resist that temptation because when you look back, you're not a 911 operator. And if you are, then don't turn it off. But if you aren't, why are we acting like we are? And it happens to me too. It's like, all right, I am not a 911 operator. I'm not there waiting for an emergency call for somebody to go to a hospital. Okay. Years ago, we didn't, you know, people had to write a letter who <laughs> were called, leave a message. Okay. So the, the world worked like that. It wasn't in the, I had a podcast I did called the illusion of immediacy. We live in this illusion. Like everything's got to be right now. No, it doesn't power it down, disconnected. The third thing is just even more like literally turn it off. And I want you to do that. I'm going to give you a challenge after this podcast. I want you to turn your phone off. For three minutes, just turn it off. And for those three minutes, I want you to just feel, experience what you ever, what you experience. And this will determine your relationship with your phone is just turn it off for three minutes. What's going through your mind? Do you feel a sense of relief? Are you scared? Are you wondering? Are you waiting? Are you like, oh no, just that might start to reveal the relationship that you have with this device. Just turn it off completely. Could you do it like that at night? Just turn it off so it doesn't work. 
How afraid are you that something is going to happen in the middle of the night? You're asleep. I mean, we sleep, so you just turn it off. Because, again, the, the point here is how do we avoid the constant calling, temptation to check it all the time? Just turn it off. Find out. And finally, what I want you to do is, is just when you... I want you to just look at your phone. Um, look at it when it's on for a minute. And I want you to look at it when it's off for a minute. So while you're looking at it when it's on, think... <laughs> All of the things that I'm tempted to do on this phone when it's not time to do that. And when it's off, think, you know, what could your life look like if you weren't as tempted, if you weren't as connected, if you weren't as, like, drawn to it all the time. Overall, if you look at this thing, it's like, again, everything in its place, a place for everything but when smartphones were created a number of years ago, it was an incredible invention. It was also a disaster for society because it created noise, amounts of noise and distractions that I don't think anybody was really waiting for. You don't have to be you know, a researcher to look at just stand in public and look at what everybody's doing. They've got a phone in their hand and they're just constantly consuming information all day long. When you're doing that, are you really thinking or are you just sort of in this mindless moment of consumption? You know. Eating popcorn and drinking Diet Coke, is that what my mental diet is going to be for the rest of my life? No. And maybe my relationship with my phone needs to change dramatically. You know, there's something that I proposed in the book Noise called the 7 to 7 rule. Make your own rule. But I mean, I don't generally check it after 7 p.m. and I don't check it before 7 a.m. Set your own office hours. I I work 9 to 5 and I don't work after 5. My phone, I don't check it. You know, before this time, and I don't check it after this time, and hold true to that rule. Um, leave it in a different room at night. Whatever you need to do, but re-examine your relationship with this because it does affect focus. It does affect your clarity. In being like we talked about in the last podcast, single-minded, really focusing on the most important thing. And guess what that is? The people around us. That's the most important thing. We're not, our job in life is not to consume information even though it feels like it is. We have bigger things to do in our lives than to con- consume information all the time. We need to talk to people. We need to listen to people. We need to filter out the noise. We need to zero in on the, really the things that matter. And does this device compete for it? So maybe, maybe, maybe. Finally, um, find some, maybe this is approach, find something you can say to your phone silently in your head when you, when, when, when you look at it. Maybe it's something like, um, you're not so smart, or maybe you look at your phone because it's a camera and say cheese. Just say the silently because otherwise people think you're crazy. Maybe you could say cheese when you look at your phone, or or maybe when the when you look at your phone, like I missed you. Just saying.